And this episode was brought to you by the best goddamn oranges you ever had. Get you some. You're listening to the Brown Trout and Bridge Beers Podcast. of Hayward, Wisconsin. Yeah, broke out of the Northwoods. Uh, shake a little of the shack nasties, you know. It's well, getting a little been cagey. A winter, yeah. Getting you know? a little cagey out there. Yeah. But we're we're getting there, and um, things are changing. Things are getting excited up in the North Country. So, uh, we're yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, uh, you know, we got. We finally have the spring thought coming. I mean, it came a little fast. Um, you know, I don't think a lot of people are expecting it to happen as fast as it has. But, uh, you know, what are things looking like in the Hayward? I mean, are you guys getting, you know, flooding? You're going to have too much water. You know, well, I, apparently, from what I understand, you guys had a shitload of snow. We had a lot of snow and that definitely played a, you know, a factor that we got so much snow in a short period of time. And it's not like a lot of snow is uncommon. It's just when you get it in 30 days, that kind of makes a difference, you know, but so it's melted down quite a bit. We've had warmer temperatures. We've had even a little bit of rain, uh, still some ice conditions out there. If people are still even trying to get out, ice fishing um we've had a lot of ice really good solid ice so we're still probably hovering right in that like maybe 22 to 28 inches of ice out there but with that um we had a lot of water to begin with it kind of slightly receded we had some really cold nights things were actually uh you know firming up and um Firming up, guys are able, or anyone, any anglers are able to get out and get out fishing on on late ice. And that is something actually that's pretty fun if anyone has ever done when the water's running back in the holes. I mean, special time to be on the ice, but I hang her up with the big game season. I, I love chasing the, the pike and walleye, all that good stuff during the ice season, but it's time to go on to better things, you know? Yeah, you're ready. You're ready to break out the uh, the longer whippy sticks and seeing that ice move off the lakes a little bit, huh? It, it's kind of nice to cast again, <laughs> you know. I mean, you could always. I mean, that's one way to practice your cast. I mean, stand back thirty feet from the hole, see yeah. if you can land her in there. Hit drop it, that shot. Hit an in eight there. inch hole, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people can hit an eight inch hole. Um, many others might not be able to sinking line, sinking line, tungsten, you know, tungsten stuff, cone heads, maybe like five of them on there. You know? Wiggle worms. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe an umbrella rig. Typical you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also heard Tinkar is one, one way to go about it too. Yeah. But, uh, well, like basically like long rodding, like, have you seen that where you use like a summertime fishing rod in an ice fishing capacity? It's called, yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, long 
rotting is a thing. Long rotting is a thing. And at that point you could, you could use sacks for fishing as well. <laughs> like what kind of sacks? Um, large, large sacks for fishing, like right. bait sacks. Yeah. Or I mean, well, yeah, absolutely. You have a lot of options in that. My goodness. Oh yeah. I, I have nothing to go off of that one right there. I know, I know. Yeah. And I heard it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta try and get to go. I'm on hoping it. that that uh, everything's been picking up on. That. Uh, oh yeah, okay. that's full record. I, that's so cool. I, 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 oh, I just, that's full yeah. record right there. Uh-huh. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I did. We all have fun on that one. Yeah, that's good. good. It was good. All it's right. Good. So long rods, full sacks, fishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just give them a tug. You know. Just just a quick tug. Yeah. yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. But now we're beyond that. We're, we're looking at open water here coming up. A lot of us are starting to get ready, get amped up. Um, you guys got some trout fishing going on, though, and like a lot of really cool things to look forward to. Not too terribly far from like the Twin Cities area, especially. No, not at all. I mean, we're, you know, we, we've had that pretty, pretty nasty runoff. You know, I was looking at water flows on the Kinney over in River Falls and uh, last week I was looking at them and it spiked up to damn near, I think 2000 at one point, but now we're dropping back down to like three fifties. Um, you know, I, I'd be willing to bet that if it continues, it might spike up a little bit by tomorrow, but I think it's slow enough to where it's going to stay consistent. You're going to have some dirty water. You're going to be able to get out there and, and, uh, if you want to stream or fish, fuck, just have at it. Yeah. You know, you're going to have that opportunity to do some streamer, streamer fishing right now, just low and slow. Yeah. I mean, that's the game that you're going to have to play. Something, uh, something to be said about, you know, a little bit of stained water, a little bit of, high water you know or i mean not high water not like you know you're fishing when or what what's acceptable water to be targeting fish properly and um that's usually yeah it brings good streamer fishing and you know i've i've seen some photos of people pulling out some really nice brown trout um you know southeastern minnesota and, you know, once it gets a little fishable around here, you're going to start seeing those bigger browns come out of the water, too, which, you know, gets people excited. It gets the shops busy. And, uh, you know, it's finally that time of year where we can actually do something and not just sit there and winter nymph. Which, right. I mean, it's it's fun. You get outside, but it's nice. To, I mean, for me, like I, I'll nymph for a, a very short period of time. I mean, usually it's most, most of the time I get really frustrated with casting because like maybe the, like I'm a poor caster or just like the type of casting I prefer to do, which is probably more in line with streamer fishing, but I'll tie a nymph rig on because I want to just get a fish to hand starting off our season up in, in the North woods. If I haven't branched out and gotten South, but or available open water for that fact of the matter. Nymph rigs will work. They're awfully, uh, awfully fun. Hey, hey Ron. Hey, hey Ron. Up? What's up, brother? Talk to me, hey, Ron. They're What's not happening? talking about your area. 
Man. 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 You're talking about stupid nymph fishing. Yeah, nymph fishing. Bobbers. Hey, Chabilski's like the nymph king. Hey, of the Midwest. You'll you. He, I'm sure he catches uh, plenty of fish on it though. Though too. I mean, he's like, a huge spinning rod in there. <coughs> yeah, Chabilski is a huge fly fisherman. Yeah, huge, 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 huge. That's all I got. Thanks for uh, joining us. What do we got going on? Bounds and heavy buggers off the bottom. That right there. Oh, I I'll I will I. You can't disagree with that at all because that that is a good program right now. Absolutely. Even uh, in the North Country, you know, it, it, we have cold water temps starting out. And, you know, if you're fishing a brook trout stream or a brown trout stream or a mixed bag stream, those things, um, fishing tungsten heavy, heavy flies bouncing along the bottom, that aspect will definitely put fish to hand. And if I prefer to stream or fish in... Carbs hanging out. Like floating yes. head just coming by. He's like, boop, boop, boop. What should people be doing boop. now to get ready for this upcoming season? Yeah, so we're, we had a question come in. Um, from extremely, extre- extremely locally. Um, and, uh, he says, wash it out with hams. Yep. Oh, hams. Got it. Wash it out with ham. Yeah. So we should, you should be looking at your fly lines. A lot of times, you know, you might be using your fly lines, uh, throughout the whole season. They can get beat up. I mean, you think about it, you're, if you're wade fishing, you might be in rocks and other aspects and even in a boat capacity and use and wear and tear, we should be looking at maybe what we have to update replace um or add to the arsenal so look at your fly box i mean obviously you should have some flies that you're willing to pull out that are pet worthy ready to fish and if you need to hit the vice to start tying it's probably a good good idea right now too to be starting to tie flies you know pet worthy Pet worthy. Talk to me about pet worthy. Yeah, I was wondering. Is there something that, well, okay, so you're like able you're to grab, pet the like fly? it's, yeah, it, it has flow. Um, oh, it's got the it's, flow. It has flow. It's fishy. Is it, it's, you're going to massage it like a fine meat before you're going to marinate it. And that aspect of just getting the fly petted a little bit and fishing it, you know, that. Do you pet every fly before you cast it? Generally, before. After it comes off the vice and yeah. You you pet the fly. It's usually well petted. Okay. Is it heavy petting, would you say? Uh you you don't you wanna be able to allow I mean it's kinda like well you could take a like a brush comb for like a dubby and like or you could just like pet that thing. Like just you know, with think like yeah. two, three, one finger. Yeah. How do you like to pet your flies? You could play DJ if you <laughs> wanted. Um but that will work, you know? <laughs> you like to put that little bit of that magic juju right. on, on Spin your Spin a record. You know? Spin a record on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. That makes sense. But yeah, you want it to be fishing the way you want it. That's why you're tying that fly. So okay. tie it right. Tie but, it right. So looking at, too, what else? I mean, what else do you – what do you look at before you're leading into, like, any form of, like, a season, whether it's, like, trout or your – I mean, waders is obviously a huge thing. Or if we're looking at musky, musky season, you know, like, um, you're looking at gear – to prep typically when it when it comes to you know specifically <laughs> the uh brown trout bridge beers team 
uh, getting out doing some fishing. Um, number one thing I look at is how full is the cooler? Just how full is the cooler? I mean, that's number one. That's number one. I, I like um, going out gear, you know, checking it out at springtime. For me, number one is uh, moving my ice fishing stuff off top of my actual trout fishing things. That's that's that really step one. Generally will help. Um, you know, we removed one jigging rod last night. I've got about four more to go and then I can start inspecting my rods. Right. For me, um, because I'm a shitty caster is, uh, inspecting my welded loops on sure. there my fly rods. Yeah. I have a gift for destroying welded loops on brand new lines. So I like to make sure that make sure there's no cracks in them, you yeah. know, makes, you know, cause you don't want to go out day one, hook into a decent fish or even like hook a branch in a tree and go to rip it down. Absolutely. And there you go. Start. So even think about fishing that and like the welded loops are fantastic. I, you know, but you're pulling, you know, something through the water that's going to create friction and, and tension. And eventually you might just have to cut it back a little bit and, and use some type of tool. I generally, We'll use like a tie fast tool, put a good nail knot on that. And well, here's the thing. Would you, would you rather do your nail knot at home or would you rather do your nail knot on the stream? So, you know, that's, that's what that's I'm saying. You know, check that point. stuff before great you point. go out yes. and you're like, oh, that, that doesn't look good. Let's just do the nail knot at home. Yeah. It's less stress. You're going to take your time. You're going to do it right. But you do um, find yourself at times a stream side having to do oh yeah nail knot. get that tool put it in put it in your I, bag. I use a tie fast i the it's fantastic, oh, it's fantastic. I, yeah it, it really is. is fantastic um so i checked that um next thing i like to check is to make sure that there are no stinky empty beer cans oh yeah in my fly gear yeah because that. there's nothing worse than smelling stale beer Yuck. on the river yeah and you don't want <laughs> You know, there's been times where you find that happening. So we have spring on its way. Spring is on it. And I think it's here officially. Well, I mean, like when open water happens is on its way. Yes. And the lakes, we have a lot of things going on in the lakes when that that good stuff is happening. Uh, Open water fishing, smallmouth. Hayward. When are you, are you predicting, when are you guys actually going to be able to get out there in Hayward, do you think? Uh, well, it's a little bit just dependent on how the rest of the spring is going to roll out. So if we are keeping on track, moving the way that we're moving, we should definitely have open water well into fishing opener. So um, with that, uh, you know, <laughs> fishing opener weekend should should be full force by by the way it's been going. So uh, I foresee maybe even as early as, you know, end of April, we're going to start seeing some open water on a number of lakes. And that's all good things. You know, it, it's going it, to that aspect is a lot of fun that time of the year. Yeah, you know, as far as listeners out there, you know, I know we've kind of covered this before, but if you've never been to northwestern Wisconsin, get in the car and uh, drive up there, check it out. Because it is, um, you know, there's this corny saying in Wisconsin, they call everything God's country. Well, turns out they North, maybe were right. They were right. Yeah. I mean, they nailed it. Northwest Wisconsin is is. It's, it's gorgeous. Tons of, uh, tons of water. The fisheries are abundant and full. 
But here's the thing. Just don't be a dick. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Don't, go out there, have fun. Dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Hop on, you know, find a local guide like Eric here at Catch and Capture. Um, give him a call. Find him on Instagram, Facebook, catchandcapture.com. Uh, yeah, got my got my wife on her first muskie. Yeah. Um, you got my wife and I into muskie fly fishing. Yeah. Um, you were the first person to take us out and actually throw big bugs. I asked for a rod. And uh, yeah, I actually... That's why she got a rod for Christmas or your birthday or something. One of those those things. Um, But yeah, that's, Um, yeah, that, and that's awesome. And your ability to teach new people and get them into the sport, I think is uh, something that you might not find with a lot of other guides, ambassadors of the sport. So if you're new out there, you're looking, if you're big fly curious, Eric Tui <laughs> is uh, is your guy to talk to. Once you go big fly. Once you go you big go fly, back. you never know right? again. Right. Yeah. Is yeah, that how yeah, that goes? Right. Yeah. It'll it'll ruin you. Yeah. We're going to take a quick, quick pause yep. on the podcast oh. and uh, Aaron, take a look at some art from Aaron Chabilsky. Aaron, Aaron's hey, um, area man. The area man, Air Air Aaron oh, Chibolsky. Well, a glimpse. So just a just glimpse. A glimpse. Just a glimpse. All right. We'll be uh we'll be right back on the podcast, but I think we're gonna still be streaming here. Hey, you know, uh, for those of you joining in, welcome to Blaine, Minnesota. It's a hot spot of hams, beer, steak, cherry pies, and weird, weird women. <laughs> Too far? But, oh, yeah. I don't talk to people. Too man. far. Too far. Too, too far. far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Letter Kenny, though. Yeah, for those of you that have been living in a ditch for the last couple I know, years. Totally non-fishing related, but Letter Kenny. Yeah. Um, Canadians, uh, turns out, are funny. They do better than just even play hockey. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, it's worth it's worth checking out for sure, but yeah, we're uh, we're live feeding everywhere we can. Um, trying to get some feedback. We're talking um, pre-spawn smallies. Uh, so if you have any questions, feel free to ask uh, via the channels, whatever you're watching on. And uh, my man Eric here from Catch and Capture is the smallie king of Northwestern Wisconsin. Yes. Um, so uh, on the fly game and tackle game. So if you're curious, have questions, you know, reach out and ask. Otherwise, we're just going to blabber about Ham's beer, Wild Women, and Letter Kenny for a and, while. Yeah. Not a bad plan. No, it's not. You know, we've, uh, what else can you do on a Saturday night? Exactly. Tie flies. Tie flies. Tie flies. I mean, that's probably a pretty good idea if, if you're one of those people that actually like to prepare for the season or, or get into it. Not everybody wants to do that. Eat meat. Eat meat. Yeah. You like to eat meat? I like to eat meat. Carf is a big meat eater. Crushing it. Crushing the meat eating. Yes. Carf is. is there anything you can other other meat eaters though. Brown trout. Oh, brown trout do like to eat the meat. Bronze backs. Bronze backs. Largies. Muskies. Muskies. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's up, Charles? How's it going, man? Is that creamsicle? Yes, it is. Oh, dirty Charles. Charles wants to be Matt's fishing buddy. Um, Charles, 
if uh, you're interested in an interview, let us know. Uh, we can uh, we can bring you in, do a quick. Will you be Matt's fishing partner interview? There you go. And uh, I'm telling you, man, you got to up your sandwich game. If if you're gonna do it, if you really want to be Matt's fishing buddy. Sandwiches, stream side sandwiches is what's going to win that game for you. I've had a lot of submissions. I've been feeding through them. Mass looked at them. There hasn't been any kind of like, we're not super impressed yet. You know, we're, uh, it's not really up to me, but I'm trying to look out for him. You know, what he about likes like f- a soup and sandwich kind of combo, you know, it, you could, you, soup you and got sandwich. a solid sandwich, but you got the soup with that on the side. Soup, I mean, yeah. You know, so that's usually a winner, you know, soup and, uh, especially in the colder days. I mean, you don't yeah. want soup and sandwich in July. Oh, when it's 98 degrees out. Yeah. Hard pass, hard pass, hot dog. Maybe though. Yeah. 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 Roller that, dogs. Yeah. All right. Corn dogs. Let's solve That's, this right now. All right. Man to man. It's lunchtime. You're driving past a quick trip. Are you going to stop and get a roller dog? Or a tornado. A tornado. Excuse me. Why not both? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. One, one of each. Uh, no, that is not solved. There's two people. Did I you hear we, that? I thought we solved it. I think, I think we covered that topic yeah. pretty thoroughly. It was decided that you'd get one of each or mm-hmm. more. Well, if you can do that, I mean... Let's look, we might as well cover quick trip lunches. I mean, the possibilities that they have Brat. there. Brat. 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 Oh, yeah. Brat. <laughs> See, brat. the issue is, is you're from Illinois yeah. and you don't know what a brat is. I know what a brat is. The brat stop. Brat. The brat stop. The brat stop. Yeah. Brats are good. Hot dogs, though, I'm going to say it, are better. What? Well, so like, is it because like all we we could like pound like twelve of these and be okay for the day? Twelve hot dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could also eat twelve brats. Right. I'm not going to be okay though if I eat twelve brats. <laughs> like, there's going to be some serious issues going on my waiters if I yeah. eat twelve brats. Twelve brats would be a number. You might need time for a nap. A lot of naps. Yeah. Um, but brats are good. I mean, if you're going to do any kind of stream side, anything, you know, hot dogs, brats, um, but like I said, quick trip lunches, that's where we're going to go. So stream side, lake side in the boat on shore, you know, there's ways to prepare a lunch. Like pre-prep? Pre-prep. Are you talking like there, guide? I mean, there's guide, like guide things. You, well, guide, we could talk tricks. Tricks. You know. Tricks of the trade. Yeah, tricks. 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 Tricksy. Talking tricks. Oh. Well, you know, so there's simple things that you can do like for a guide lunch. Like you're talking like pre-prep a meal. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And what's like, your what's your go-to guide lunch for your clients when you're out there? What am I sick of by the fall? Yeah. Eating the same thing? Yes. Um, I'm a big sandwich guy for sure. Sandwiches? Sandwich. Okay. Or wrap, you know? Oh, you go the wrapper out. Yeah. You get a good solid base and you know, it's kind of bougie. Add some sprouts. Do you go to the Mennonites and get sandwiches for your clients? Are you making these sandwiches at home? That'd be a fat, fantastic route, but I feel like the, like 
<laughs> if you're at like you can't add fixings you can't like you unless you're having someone fill like basically a lunch order ticket like unless you know this person like this is what they eat yeah, maybe that me- needs to be part of your um you know client, yeah like fill out form fill out your menu option yeah here's your options i'm gonna go hang out the mennonite to get awesome sandwiches i'm gonna upcharge you 15 bucks to cover the sandwiches (laughs) well it would be a thing to like you know you gotta go get the sandwiches you know that should be part of the trip could be part of it could be part of it you're gonna get gummy bears you're gonna get cowboy mix and you're probably gonna buy some cheese curds while you're there yeah because it's wisconsin that's kind of how we live yeah they're the squeaky kind though charles parents First date was at the Brat Stop. The Brat Stop. Wow. The, where is the Brat Stop? It's in uh, the southern part of Wisconsin on the way back to Chicago. Nice. This thing? Nice. It's like a big sausage house yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, That's really? sick. That's awesome. That's pretty sweet. I've <laughs> never been to the Brat Stop. Maybe yeah, we'll I, have to put that on our to-do yeah, list this you know, summer, spring, I fall. I thought you knew what the Brat Stop was. You know, I, know. I, I do I do apologize for my Wisconsin yeah. heritage. I am no not show. a brat nut, nut as as many Wisconsinites are. Okay. Um, honestly, when I when I do eat brats, I don't oh, make beer brats. Uh, no. What? Beer brats, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wildwood float trips. Awesome. Wildwood float trips. Yes. Kip. Kip oh, is, is live with I'm us. Like, yeah, I'm like, Kip I'm like, who's what? Oh, that's why the name sounds familiar. The smallmouth man himself. He is the smallmouth man himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where we're here. Let's well, let's jump back on that wagon. Let's get small back mouth. in the smallest. Yeah. The bronzies. Yeah, bronze back. Talk about it. You know, preach to us. All right, so we were talking about gear earlier. Uh, you were asking, you know, what am I looking for, you know, from a, from a brown trout fisherman's perspective? What am I pre- prepping? What am I looking at? You know, like I said, we, we left off on lines. You know, I'm, I know how I cast. I have a shit cast. I said I break well loops. I'm looking at that. Um, you know what, guys? Pull some line out of your reel and just rewrap it. Just start fresh. Sure. Like just rewrap it because it's so just mangled from probably when you went winter fishing. Well, if you got cleaner, a good cleaner to just. It, Why did that? Just buy a new line. Well, yeah. All can, the line, I mean, all the time to it. Just all strip all that stuff out there. Hundred foot hero cast yeah. all the time. That's how you clean. It. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, know, all never the line, line all the time. Well, never. no. No. I've, Quirling Why would you makes, if, if you're that makes good of a, a fly fisherman? Cleaner, they their cleaner is Corlin lines. They, well, yeah, well they have a they have a cleaner. Okay. Um, I, there's other cleaning agents on the market that for any fly line, and not that like we're beating it up like in the salt water or anything like that, but like they, you can feel them. I know, you yeah. know, try to maintain it. If it's time to send it back, send it back. Well, here's the deal. I mean, we're we're spending. Yeah, you can buy you can buy a fly line for thirty bucks. You yep. can, but will you have a warranty with that in any way whatsoever that a reputable company will warranty for a certain period of time and get you back fishing though? Yeah. Probably not. No, no, but it'll, it'll get you fishing. It'll get you fishing. Yep. But yeah, I mean, if you're spending over $50 online, take care of it. Yeah. You know, let it, you know, my, you know, specifically my musky line I've had, I mean, it's time to replace. I mean, that's been on that reel for almost five years now. 
That's a hell of a jaunt. It, it's had a good run. Yeah. I, think it, I think it's, you know, we're getting to that point where, you, you know, it's time to replace that. But, right. uh, you know, taking care of yourself like that, cleaning your line, um, it is important. No. Yeah. I disagree. Carth Car yeah. has some good I input. disagree. I like it. The water, the water cleans it for you. The sky blue, the sky blue water? The sky blue water. That's why you pull it all of it off of your reel yeah. when you're wading in the water. Sure. Okay. And then it just cleans it for you. Oh, I uh, just let it soak in there. And two, right. I, I don't know that you've heard Carf's um, opinion on leaders. He does have a magic way with leaders that he, he can probably give you a, you want to give him a brief rundown on your leader beliefs? It's all about the abrasions. Sure. And how natural they are because fish can tell. They can't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, no, but yeah it's just going mean. back to like, like gear fishing. Right. You know, you got like rattle traps. They give off a certain vibration, right? Yeah. I'm so, not going to string it up flies. with 40 pound fluorocarbon because I would diminish a certain level of how that fly is going to fish. Fly, flies don't give off like a vibration. Like a rattle trap does. So you have to lure them in, but you need the abrasions on your line. You need the you need abrasions. Resistance. But like, it, okay, so you if don't you're want talking it like to a be streamer sense, so. Any fly. Uh, okay. It works with dry flies and poppers. Yes. Because because your, your line, when you're stripping that in. Yes. The abrasions create this like false vibration. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's a disturbance and the fish know, and they feel that and they know when it's fake. Like, cause I used to sit there with like a nail file and just like, you know, the night before I'm going out on a fishing trip, I would like file down my leaders in like certain areas. That's interesting. But they, it was more effective for me to go stand out in a field of wheat or corn with no fly tied on my leader and just false cast back there, and forth you go. and get that natural <laughs> abrasion to my leader. You know, but it also it depends on the area you're in. If I'm fishing a stream that's around cornfield, I'm going to go get abrasions from the cornfield. Cor they'll, they'll know. The cornfield, does, does the corn is put a sense? I, do, you, do you get yeah, a scent they, on the line? Yeah, because, you know, things pollinate, yeah. like bugs. Right. They land on flowers and, like, pick things off and fly through the air. And then they, they throw them all over the place. Be I don't know what they do with that stuff. Have you ever left a bag of black licorice in your tackle bag, like, with, like, a couple flies in there? Gross. Soak that up. I Cornfields, hate, I hate black licorice. <laughs> I know, but it's the worst. No, but the scent is it, is it worse the scent, than the black jelly bean? The though? scent is the same it's scent the same that thing. they put into is it plastic black for, fish, <sighs> for fishing lures. I know they do Let that, but it's I don't that up. It's all good. No, yeah, no. So like, good. I'm not going to feed fish something that I wouldn't eat myself. <laughs> so you feed your flies black licorice? No, 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 no. I'm just saying hypothetically, you like you could <laughs> cast. Wait, your, there's Fields of black licorice? Well, someone brought it to that level. Yes. Oh. It went to a new level. If Willy Wonka had a real factory, there would be a field. Of I thought he licorice. had That's a how they factory. harvest black licorice or red licorice or this, like, what's the twisted kind? The pe pull and peel? Pull and peel. Pull, pull and peel. peel. Pull and you should peel? be able to pull order fly leaders like a pull and peel. That would, oh my God, God that I'm would sorry. be. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Let's stop podcasting and write down <laughs> notes. <laughs> 
Can you rewind that? <laughs> Should I edit that out? Yeah. That Let's get a business plan idea. going. Um, everybody listening, that is copyrighted. You can't take that. Um, that, is, that was on the 3BT podcast, by the way. Right. Um, and all rights go to Catch and Capture. Yeah. So poll and peel leaders. Let's. Can we talk about that? Elaborate. A bit more? I yeah. like it. I'm, I'm visualizing this and I am like, I love what I see. It would work. I mean, it would work. It's like string cheese because like you can never pull off one like it's always tapered. You buy, and, you and buy a honestly, bundle. If you bite string cheese without pulling it, you're a psychopath. <laughs> I bite the top off before I start pulling it. Well, if that helps you pull it, Look, yeah, that's fine. Behavior. <laughs> so, so would the pull and peel leaders be uh, pre pre? Like drug through a cornfield and then no 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 because that's your own dude because it goes by the area the area in. sure all right okay, okay. area man sense. would understand yes. that he probably would I guess mine would be getting it stuck in the pine trees and dragging it through the pine hey but wait wait yeah. each their own hi Tom what's oh, up hi Tom hi Tom oh we got we got Teddy Tom is yes. watching. Ted is on. It is great Ted's advice, on. isn't it? It's great Aaron, Aaron, Ted. That was awesome. The Aaron corn all on. comes from Nebraska. Gonna the have a shortage makes, this year. No. The corn makes the old. Is there gonna oh, be a shortage? Sad. Yeah, let's. No. Nebraska's not in a We insure that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's part There's of your not company, company, isn't it? <laughs> corn insurance. Correct. Corn insurance. Insurance. Just corn. Carf, I, Carf, I thought you only dealt with uh, all of them, like a bunch. There's like what corn. What is your main crop? Corn. Corn. Soybeans. Do you know what corn is? Corn, yeah. It makes tortillas. It makes tortillas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, sweet sweet be- beets? Beets. Sugar, sugar beets. beets. Sugar, nice. beets sugar beets are huge here in Minis- northern Minnesota and North Dakota. It's a big sugar beet area. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you people Gotta do watch with sugar drive beets? from Bemidji to Grand Forks? They um, make aspartame. Yep. Really? It's a fake, fake sugar. Yeah. That's what sugar beets are yeah. for? And I want to say the United States is... Or no, actually Minnesota is like one of the top producers of sugar beets in the world. So Minnesota is responsible for killing people. Yeah. Okay. But also they, I, for sure. I've seen that they use it in uh, alternative That's why they're so nice. for salt for the road though. <laughs> Just I'm not joking. What? Wait, sugar on the roads? It's a, it's, it's off from, it's a byproduct Wait. off of sugar beets instead of putting into food. So instead of putting salt in the roads, they're just throwing sugar beets down? Oh, yeah, just well, no, that's, that is just in they're, general, this stretch the by Grand Forks area. Beets. When they're, they're dropping beets. Yes. They're dropping beets across Smash the road. Them down. Beets. Yes. beets. They're just dropping those beets. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, no, but it's a real thing. Everything. Not salt. Sugar beets? Sugar beets. I, I, I've seen it. It's a thing. I've seen I a lot of I should turn this microphone on. I, I'm surprised you did. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, if you've Damn listened it. to the podcast before, you've also all learned how quickly things go yeah. sideways. Yeah. You're welcome. What? I ruin everything. But no, what Carf's is, on? No, this is not Carf. This is fake Matt Ebers. <laughs> Matt Evers too. Matt Evers too. <laughs> Matt, Matt Evers negative point one. Actually, I, I think I think uh, Matt's Matt's been uh, 
trolling us and sending us. <laughs> oh, fantastic yeah. drawings! F- fantastic. Grant's drawings. is really like that's, I have, a that's, that's, that's I think that's that's the sack the I know. Thing. Yeah, mine was proper. Yeah, that was a that's good straight in the mouth. Proper straight in the mouth. Fog. Yeah, <laughs> that's <right>. yes. <laughs> Someone took some time on that one. Evers is uh, he's sitting next to us. He's just. <laughs> Doesn't want to put his face on camera, right? So, um, CNC live, fake CNC with, live with red penises. Oh, so many uh, red rockets, red rockets. That's kind of how it goes. <laughs> oh, it's so bad, so terrible, so bad. Um, Barn, yeah, yeah. Barncat sixty nine wants to know: You guys use stoneflies in the spring? What's a stonefly? <laughs> It's a, I know it's a bug. It's a bug? It's a heavy bug. I thought those were midges. No, actually, you know what? I think stoneflies are the the only bug that I know. Stoneflies, actually, yes. So stoneflies are pretty prominent in the Driftless yeah. area. Uh, they're one of the, actually the first bugs that you're going to see yes. in the springtime. Yeah, you have um, the ability to catch fish on dry flies yeah. right now. Um, so my at, my wife Ashley, her, her grandfather lives in central Wisconsin uh, near Gleason, um, and uh, one of the first dry fly hatches we can fish there is a stonefly. Is the stonefly yes. hatch? Yeah. Um, and, and they're big, and those fish. I mean, they you don't devour. get them big over by us. They're not super huge, but they're good size. But green stoneflies. <laughs> Uh, they're more of a black yeah, with a black. transparent, almost whitish wing. Um, yeah. they, you could be mistaken by seeing them and thinking maybe a midge, but they are winter stoneflies. Yep. But the, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're a decent size, they're a decent size f- fly for that time of the year. I mean, you're just, you're not used to seeing that size of flies at that point. <laughs> Um, so yeah, stoneflies, springtime, absolutely. Yep. It's, um, you know, it's tie, not, you tie know, the nymph variations uh, for that early early stuff. Merger variations. Yeah, you, mergers, yeah, there, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get some good bites. <laughs> you're gonna have fun. I mean, it's always it's always a gamble, but it's always gonna be a good time. <laughs> So yeah, the first uh, thank you for asking a legit question. Yeah, um, we, we got small hands that. over yes. here. Um, that's fake Matt Evers. Uh, if you the side smell of the, the cabbage, mm. <laughs> smell the cabbage. Small there hands. are some small hands, hands around you. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can never trust a carny, really. <laughs> oh, that Do you remember the the BK commercial where, like, oh, why don't you get yourself a a big this big burger and. Let's see. I got these small hands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. BK. BK Lounge. The BK Lounge. Oh, yeah. right. Have oh, you hung out in the BK Lounge? <laughs> no. I've loved hey, to hang out in the BK Lounge. How do you get there? Don't you got to find a guy standing on a corner and he's going to tell you to go three miles down, take a left, go down the tunnel, find Harry with a boat, take the ferry across the river. <laughs> a Harry boat? And then he's going to take you to the BK Lounge. The BK Lounge. The BK Lounge. Yeah. Oh, God. That sounds actually kind of kind of scary. Right. Oh, all right. Stoneflies. Yeah. Stoneflies in the springtime. Um, Extra pickles. Absolutely. With, with cheese. Oh, barn cat. Biddies in BK Lounge. Biddies. Biddies? I don't know, Reed. Biddies. I don't know, Reed. Who's Reed? 
No, nothing. That was me saying I don't. I couldn't read that. Oh. You can't read. You don't know read. I don't. I don't, I don't do words. I, do, I, do, I, don't, I don't do, do words. read. Yeah, that's fair. I don't do read. Yeah. Hi, Don Paneer. What is up? I'll wait with uh, myself. Extra pickles all the time. If you can just get a side. Hey, can I as get as long as they're not the sweet butter pickles? I am not okay with those. Which ones do you discriminate? like? Discriminate. I discriminate on on the sweet sweet butter pickles. Do you like the spicy ones? Yes. In like, Bloody the, Mary's. like the like the famous Dave's pickles. Okay. What about like? Have you ever had like the Norwegian pickles? They call them. No. It's a Norwegian zinger, pickle. De la Soul. I like sweet pickles. I don't like sweet pickles. My I name is Matt know. Evers. I like sweet pickles. <laughs> Thank you. This Matt is Evers. a PSA. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> it's really. Did you go on vacation? You look different. Yeah, I did go on vacation. Yeah. Yes. Where'd you go? I went to the land of the sweet, sweet pickles. <laughs> Matt Evers. Cat. Copyright. Matt Evers. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, I, I mean, never mind. Matt's right here. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. You're looking at me like I'm not here. <laughs> well, you know, I thought you would be hanging out with Bon Jovi right now, but apparently uh, you're just hanging here in my house. So uh, I mean, I that's cool. Sweet pickles. <laughs> Small hands, sweet pickles. Yep. Um, you know, I, I always, Matt, I always thought, you know, you enjoyed small having small hands. Um, but so I got a question. Yeah. What is Eric? What's your favorite smally fly? Oh, here we go. Now we're like, on, we're if, back on the topic. If you Way had to bring one, it back, you, brother, if you had I'm one impressed. fly to choose, like Highlander, if one fly to rule them all, sure. Or is that Lord of the Rings? That's not Highlander. Well, no, that's getting Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But okay. So one fly mm-hmm. to rule them all to kill. Yep. You had one fly to like crush all Just summer crush. and fall with spring, summer, fall. <laughs> The mellow yellow. And I'll explain that fly. Uh, it's a single hook pattern. Um, it's tied with your choice of dumbbell eyes up front. Uh, it's a variation of a streamer pattern that would utilize a bucktail tail and maybe a marabou or crapper midsection body of your choice to, as a filler, as I refer to it. And then the head or frontal portion of like, you know, building how that fly is going to swim. And generally it's synthetics, um, maybe with some marabou or some other materials that uh, flows and a little bit of tinsel. Um, that fly, it, it just, it, I don't know. It, it fishes well for me. It's a confidence aspect. Um, might throw, you know, a couple things of feathers slopping off the tail end, but, um, yeah. What color are you using? Yellow. Yellow. Yeah. And it's called mellow yellow. Mellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now, now for you, what, what size dumbbell eyes? Uh, it depends. So no, one, one, you, you only one, have to choose one, one, one choice. Aluminum, so extra aluminum, large, extra large, well, no, no, aluminum eyes, like, you know, the dumbbell aluminums. Aluminum? So like the C, the C eyes. Aluminum. Yeah. Like uh, the, 
I believe they're like lighter they, ones. They're lighter. They're but they're like, but they have more size to them than the lead. You drop the eye and glue it in. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So there's like the sea dumb Oh god. Yeah. yeah like right. the, for like saltwater applications. Yep. That's what they. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, so those they ones. So, so they're fantastic. not. They're good in between. Um, then relying on your fly line to mani- manipulate that fly in different ways. That's mm-hmm. bougie. Yep. That's pretty bougie. Super bougie. Now would that fly do well with uh, brown trout? Why? I'm not going to talk about it. Yes, it would. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've caught some very nice fish on that same fly. So a lot of your brown trout flies will be very transferable into a smallmouth box. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Into a small box. Small box for smallmouth. Right. Well, fair. if you have smallish hands. Small hands, small box, small right. heart. Small handle. Just yep. deal with it. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, so we got some we got some uh, activity here. We, do, we have doing some questions. Um, Aaron asks favorite fly color, any species. Um, In what context? I don't know. I prefer glitter. I'm, glitter color. Just glitter bomb the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I like white how, and how gray. How do you do that? How do you glitter a fly? Like glitter bomb a fly, like three M, like spray, spray glue, glue, and then just like just. You can do like a shake and bake, yeah. like when you're doing there you go. chicken. Put the fly in there. It's a thought. Shake and bake it. So we got we have another question, and it is from um, Fake Matt Ebers. So <laughs> he says, "So have we come up with the ideal angle to drill a hole on the ice for catching smaller than normal crappies?" <laughs> yes. We have <laughs> 47 degrees. Well, 46 and a half. 40, 46, 46 and, and a half. And a half. Okay. Yep. 46 and a half. Uh, shred words here. Oh, Gator Dan. And he says, Carf only likes Taco Bell. <laughs> that is so false. And racist. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's false. I'm going to get beer. I'll be right back. Uh, Matt, Matt says, uh-huh. good. <laughs> Uh, Wade on the Driftless just joined. What's up, Wade? Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. So during the summer, do you do you do a lot of trout fishing? Uh, or is it mostly warm water stuff? Well, my heart's definitely uh, the warm water side. I, I spend some time trout fishing, and it might be intermittently. We have to watch in our area as... Um, water temps sometimes puts us on the fritz mm-hmm. and you can you just you have to you have to really pick your battles and you should not be fishing at certain times so but what if that's the only time you have fish i'm not gonna fish trout then you know mm-hmm. like because i know that it's gonna get too hot and it you know fish something else would you go out and fish a fly with no hook on it just to feel that tug. Sure. Why? I mean, why? I mean, it's always great to bring a fish to hand, but you know, a lot of times it's to eat, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. for some guys, I mean, it's the battle, it's everything else. And there's some fish that they probably hold on and actually potentially be, you could possibly like land the fish, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For trout, if water temperature above 67 degrees, quit fishing. 
Yep. Hit it on the spot. Seriously. They're, I mean, they're not. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> just said my dang wife just joined. Hi, wife. Hey. Yeah. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron's wife. Hi, Charlotte. Charlotte's a hell of a. Does that make her area woman? She is area woman. <laughs> uh, Charlotte's a hell of a flycaster. Like, I mean, Aaron's a decent flycaster, but dude man's wife, hell of a flycaster. Like, she's got that shit nailed down. The missus throws bombs. Oh, That's yeah. cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a great, great cast. That's awesome. So. Uh, Aaron says, in regards to talking about his wife, area woman, says she does rips. She rips, rips the stick. Ripping. What would you know? What would you use to attach a half empty hands to hams to the bumper of Grant's Subaru? Wait, what? What do you use? What would you use to attach a half empty can of hams to Grant's bumper? A half empty can of hams. Is it for dragging purposes or for like letting it dangle? If it's just going to be a dangle, you know, you could probably get away with like some 12 pound fluorocarbon. I would say 12. Let it float. I would you know, t- just hang out. Why are well, we half, using half can? Why half are we can. using? Yeah, I would go twelve. Why are we using maxima? No, no, no. Flow. Just put flow on it and zap just it. Flow and there zap you it. go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Why waste um, good wine? Right. Uh, w- w- Wilderness Bill <laughs> asks a question. Yes. Oh, Wasn't Grant on vacation? How come he is still so pale? <laughs> <laughs> it's because he Thanks, lives in man. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, He's in Blaine. I, uh, I, I'm actually still peeling. Blaine, um, turns out, you know, if yeah. you if you want dangle some whatnot. Stuff, um, I was on vacation, but I stayed inside the entire time. Why go out in the sun? That is not fun at all. Are there any lakes in Wisconsin that have trout in them? No. Nope. Stay out of Wisconsin. <laughs> stay in Minnesota. I'm kidding. No. I, I don't know. There, there honestly. Are, there are, uh, I was just thinking about that. Handful lakes that are actually uh, natural lakes. We also have. Vilas County's um, got. Um, still, so we do have still water uh, applications for trout. So. Uh, Where do you Some that are stocked with. Yeah. Um, fill it out. They'll, they'll, you know, require the whole asp. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> get a trout stamp. You're going to need that. You're going to need the Wisconsin license. And uh, those privileges uh, will allow for you to fish for some waters with brook trout, rainbows and browns, maybe even all three, maybe just individuals. Um all depends on there you're at. Up north, yes, there are some there. Yep. <laughs> Shredward says in regards to my question about the trout in lakes, he says, yeah, only in Minnesota and Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> he is true. so right. There are yeah, so many true. trout in Illinois lakes right now. They All stock them. They yeah. do some heavy stocking. And Illinois has There's like five lakes that they stock in Illinois. And Illinois Very has cool. so many lakes. Twice a year. Once in the spring for the opener and then once in the fall because yeah they, they die. Well, it's like they're that. Not gonna it's like that. Have you seen the photos that flows down in Missouri? No. Um, I think it's Missouri. Like opening day, yeah. it's like photos of the Salmon River out east. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. and I like this. We might as well just hook arms. Yeah. and share the same tin car rod. Hold yeah. that's what you mean. Doing. Hold hands. So the positive hams, thing. Hold hands. Hold I'm gonna back up Illinois on this. So the positive thing about their trout stocking system down there is. 
Well, they closed the lake for two weeks to let the fish get acclimated. But on the opening day, it's because it's only certain lakes that they close down. On opening day, they open it for fishing. You can only, it's 16 and under from like seven in the morning until like one o'clock. So they have a size class, which is fantastic. I mean. But after that, it's just open. Do they drop any brood, like brooders? No, they're they're just big ones. Yeah. So in our neck of the woods, there are some lakes that have stockfish. There are some lakes that are natural. Um, All are very special. So. So uh, Jimbo over here on the Facebook, uh, flatwater fishing versus trout. Is this the discussion? Well, that's that's what brought me to ask that question. Is there any yeah. trout in lakes in Wisconsin? I, know, I mean, there's actually, because I know there's like there's lake trout in well, northern Minnesota, and there's lake trout in a number of our states. Yeah, and especially northern Minnesota. I mean. Are there brown trout in lakes? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, I mean, besides like Lake Michigan. Yeah, yeah. A- A- inland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. inland. Like, okay. you're gonna find Absolutely. them. So, like I was saying, like Vilas County, Wisconsin, north, 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 northern Wisconsin. Yep. Um, there's a lot of lakes that you're gonna find really nice brook trout in. Yeah. Like really like trophy class brook trout hiding in these lakes, and a lot of the guys are finding them ice fishing. Yeah. Um, well, they're the cold, they're get to the well, UP, they're, they're a cold water species. So yeah. when you're talking ice fishing, these fish have you're catching them out of shallow water and they're pretty aggressive. And it's I'm not trying to spill the beans on ice fishing for trout, but like it's it can be a good time. Um, no doubt. Let's talk about the Chub Creek Mafia. What? Sure. Chub Creek Mafia. Yeah. What's Chub Creek Mafia? You never heard of Chub Creek Mafia? I've never heard of the Chub Creek Mafia. You know, for being somebody who's on the small fish tour and not being familiar with the Chub Creek Mafia. Yeah. What is this? Have you fly fished before? <laughs> no. Um, have you ever fished not using a tin car rod? No. Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm eating everyone's sandwiches. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you're eating everybody's sandwiches, you've probably never chub creeped it up. That's fine. There's a, uh, there's a fine select few individuals that can go out and, uh, hammer chub creeks. Like they're going out of style. Yeah. But it, treat them with care. Right. Don't just because you have like three X on doesn't mean you can just skip them across the nope. water. No. Nope. You still fish. Of those, but it's still a fish. Still fish. They have feelings. You know, give them give them the love that they not deserve. a frontal lobe type feelings. No, but like no, no. The, you know, you're not gonna pet that fish. You, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I don't. Just, wanna, you I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to pet a cheek. Yeah. And catch and release. You know, if you're if you're a trophy creek chub fisherman, these are your tools. Right. This is where you're doing your hero pose with your creek chub. <laughs> And you got to do the the tail tilt, tails up. Yep. Nose down. Yep. That's, that's what I like to brown. Yeah. Or yeah. Or creature. Or creature. Some some along those lines. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. 
I don't know. Creek chubs are Creek fun. Chubs. You know what? It's all part of the ecosystem or the fishery that you're fishing in. Don't be a dick to things. Yeah. If you catch one and you see it flying in your back cast, bring it back gently and put it back in the water. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what's eating it, that? It deserves that. You know what's eating that? Maybe a bigger you fish. Goddamn brown trout's eating that. Yeah. And that's how it survived. Right. Or a muskie. That was a weird tangent. Was, well, we got on bait fish because... Uh, Bayfish mafia. We I don't know. Really, mafia. Well, we really, really must love Eric, trout. Eric, what's your biggest brown trout? Uh, oh. In Wisconsin? Ever. Uh, ever. ever. Um, I actually didn't. It was more of like a forearm slash bicep kind of measurement. Do you have, do you have um, small hands? The small hands definitely helped with that. Um, How many beer cans long would you say it was? I'd probably say about seven or eight. So that's yeah. a big, that's a big trout. Yeah, it, it was. I was in Montana. Um, I, Grant gonna, and I had a conversation about that. It. Yeah, yep. seven, seven. Okay, what? We're, <laughs> we're at four, and that's amazing. Four. four. So that a driftless, so, right? Yep, right about mid bicep. If I had my hands straight, mid bicep. Or you know four uh, seven seven is uh if I was drinking the little little chasers the Rylander torties yeah. the Rylander torties little chasers the Rylander torties so we're doing it with four twenty two measured is uh, my biggest Wisconsin fish for sure okay yep that's big yep. that's pretty big yep. that's what she said <laughs> yeah yeah big big kiped out male man so yeah. <laughs> Matt asked, fake Matt ever says, was that a straight measurement or a 47.6 degree angle measurement? Yes. Uh, 40, 46.7. I'm um, not 47.6. I'm oh. sorry. Uh, he must, oh, he must not have heard that earlier. 46.7. 46.7. Yeah. Fake Matt Evers. It's got, he's got jokes. Jokes on jokes. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm fake Matt Evers. That was real Matt Evers. Now I'm confused. You're, You're not confused. Matt. Seven beer cans long. Yep. I, I, I did have a client this last fall that his biggest muskie was only an inch bigger than his biggest steelhead. That 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 could be off putting the way that makes it sound because you could catch a thirty inch muskie, but it is a game his of biggest steelhead was forty two inches. Wow. Oh damn. Yeah. That's something that's, wild, that's man. Like proper was it, was it a wild one or a, one of the proper, Great Lakes proper 1986 oh. British Columbia two-handed okay. spay rod? Wow. With a treble hook. Yeah. Yes, and a spawn sack. <laughs> hey, See, you, it, know, you know how you catch big fish? Big sacks. Yeah. And long, stiff rods. We talked about big sacks. Big sacks. Stiff rods. That's yeah. how you catch those big fish. Fully loaded. Oh, you got to load up on those things, though. I mean, that's you do. That's the tricky part. We were trying to ask Carf. Carf won't tell us his biggest brown trout. Yeah, biggest brown. What do you got, Carfellini? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Single digits. My biggest brown trout. It, was it is it part of the small fish tour? No. So this was before the small fish tour. My biggest brown shot was probably maybe like two and a half beer cans. 
Was this minute 38 yeah. of your brown brown trouting? Yeah, that's about my biggest brown trout is two and a go. half beer cans. Of, were you, minute 38 of brown trouting? Um, I forget. I'm not good with time. Or numbers. I'm good with numbers. Are you? I count. You, th- you count things? Yeah. What kind of things do you count? 10, 9, 8, That was special. <laughs> I'm impressed by your numbers skills. That was actually really clean. I, was, I know. I know. I was like, you kind of flew through that like a champion. Yeah, I did. I, I'm, I'm actually very impressed with myself right now. Do you need a pat on the back? No. Okay. Right. No, I'm good. Maybe later. Yeah, I you do need, need a, a pat small, on my back. A small, a small pat on the back. I need a small hand yeah. pat on the back. Yeah, that's, that's good. How about you, Grant? Biggest, um, biggest troop. And all I know is we measured it off uh, either real or fake mad ebbers. I don't know who's who anymore. His net handle. I think we're like 17, probably 17, 18. I don't exactly remember. Um, it was fun though. I mean, I, I get to 12 inch brown trout and I'm jacked, jacked. It's, it's like super excited about it. Right. Trout are awesome. Muskies are awesome. Bronze backs are awesome. Every, I mean, like, but let's talk some weird, weird, weird freshwater thing. game. I like, we talk Creek chubs, like but like, well, I mean, that could be your thing. If that's if your thing, but like, uh, dogfish. Never, never boat, boat, bowfin. Do you target dogfish? Have you caught a dogfish? I've unsuccessfully landed a number of dogfish, but I have landed a few dogfish. Okay. Where, uh, where does one go searching for dogfish? The sloppiest slop you can find. I mean, as long as they're in that body of water, they, they will be in, you know, Frog water, the, the the most dense stuff. There are time times of the year that they are they do spawn, and you could target them pre-spawn in the heat of the summertime. And um, if it's timed right, you know, yeah, you could have some serious fish. But they are a unique species, you know, very very unique. Um, but so uh, dogfish, yeah, they're uh, fish that has been dated back to the prehistoric time dinosaurs, you know, man, like that's insane. Like stone age, stone age. These fish are stone age. You could be holding them out for a gripping grin and they are still breathing outside of the water. Oh yeah. I have a, I think we were by, by the metric. I'm totally probably kiboshing what the scientific name for the, an animal or something that can breathe in and out of the water. But so we do have an opportunity here though, is uh, we are going to try and uh, get an interview here for one of Matt Ebers, uh, future fishing partner. Are we, uh, it looks like we're able to cue this one in maybe. Yeah. We're oh. gonna, got, yeah. Got Aaron to, settle I down. Aaron. Yep. Aaron needs to area man needs to settle down. Well, hello. Hey, uh, how we doing, sir? I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh, What's, welcome to the Brown Trout and Bridge Beers podcast. 
Um, and I, I hear you're here to interview for Matt's future fishing partner. <laughs> well, I am. I can't explain how honored I am for this right. phone call right now. Hey, you know, I, I appreciate uh, appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk to us here um, about the opportunity. And uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? You know, tell us who you are. What's your Instagram handle? And uh, give us a quick. Why do you fly fish? Uh, well, my name is uh, Charlie. Uh, my handle is uh, Charbro Creamsicle. Uh, well, why do I fly fish? Because I like to drink beer and I'm bored a lot of the time. That's and I like fair. to make fun of uh, the people I'm talking to right now through social media. That's and I appreciate perfect. that. I yes. appreciate you making fun of us. <laughs> Uh, oh, but as far as being a fishing partner, you know, just really lonely. My knee pads are really, uh, you know, just not getting any use Fair. in my hands as well. Okay. So, do you, so do you, do you have small hands? I do. Okay. Yeah. I wear a women's medium golf glove. Okay. Perfect. Are those promotional sandals too, that you're talking about or those, those knee pads? Uh, no, no. You know, Ace Hardware. Okay. You know. All, right. All right. Look at those promotional <laughs> ones. Those might be a little bit more fitting if you're really getting vigorous with it. <laughs> Not from experience or anything, but. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you know, I've, uh, I've got a list of questions here. Uh, All right. On my hand that I'm going to go through and uh, we're going we're gonna to give you a quick interview. The ink is still good. You're going to um, ask the third one down on the line. I'll start with the first. Do you get the third one? Yeah, if I can read that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, it's all smudgy it's from all earlier. Smudgy. Well, I'm yeah. handed. So yeah. sorry, guys. Uh, question number one. Uh, if you are going to be, is it fake Matt Evers or real Matt Evers? See, I'm well, super confused. Matt Evers asked, can they make sandwiches? All right. Number one. I'm going to go a little deeper into this. Can you make a warm sandwich? Oh, of course. And if you're making a warm sandwich, I need details. Uh, well, obviously, you know, you have to have freshly toasted bread. Freshly toasted no. bread. That's a good start. That's a good yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it, in it's, your it's key. I mean, oh. depending on the tools and resources you have, you know, with you, I mean, obviously if you're on a boat, you know, you have some sort of way to carry more materials with you, you know, you can True that. get a, uh, you know, I mean, people are fancy these days with batteries and stuff and you can have a griddle and stuff. I mean, well, we're going, we're, we're going super deep here. <laughs> But uh, you, you are getting pretty deep with your sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you talk about warm ones. I mean, wow. it's as deep as you can go. I mean, it's it a warm sandwich. You know, a cold, dead carcass is one thing, but it. Uh... Ooh, we have a question now. Oh, uh, all right. So you can do your new warm sandwich, toasted bread. Uh what kind of condiments are you going to start with with the sandwich? Well, I mean, it obviously, you know, depends. We we talked about this a little bit earlier in the 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 paper interview, right? Uh, yeah, I call it that. You know, mayo, uh, mayo. you know, mustard, okay. mayo you know, mustard. yellow mustard. I mean, it's whatever. You know, you got to get some good spicy brown, spicy brown mustard, mustard in there. Okay, all right. 
uh, you know, there's a sleeper uh, condiment out there. Sleeper uh, condiment. That really, that really has a lot of things in it that encompass a lot of things that we'd like to have on sandwiches, but Thousand Island dressing. Thousand? Isn't is, that like what they put on the Big Mac? Isn't that essentially the Big Mac sauce? The Russian or Secret sauce. Thousand Island, the yeah. Sauce? All right. Yeah. So are, are you a regular Thousand Island dressing sandwich maker? Uh, yes, I am. All right. Is that, is that, why would you just say your side hustle? Is that your main, main, main gig during the day? It's kind of my main gig. Okay. Right. You know, but I'm, you know, I mix it up for sure. All right. Are you, are you mixing your own batches then? Oh, definitely not. Uh, you have to get the cheap stuff, the craft. Craft. Okay. It actually, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Thousand right. Island dressing. I learned it from the, uh, the chef at right. the former chef at Trogues Brewing Company. Oh. Kind of uh, uh, pointed me in that direction. It's like if you want cheap bottled Thousand Island uh, dressing, get the craft stuff. It's like two bucks a bottle. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Um, all right. So we're talking uh, warm sandwiches. We're doing a brown mustard. We're going to do a Thousand Island mayo. The next big question is what's the meat? It's got to be turkey or ham. You seem kind of indecisive on that. What's well, it, you got it one could to pick. go. Well, I mean, if, if you're going Thousand Island on it, and if you're going with with mustard and mayo, ham is fine. But if okay. you're going with turkey, it, it uh, or Thousand Island, it's got to be got to be turkey. Turkey. Um, are we doing uh, cold cut turkey? Are we doing a seasoned turkey? Um, you know, plain turkey. Or is this like day after Thanksgiving? Oven, oven roasted. Oven roasted turkey. Oh, and if there's if there is uh, leftover uh, leftovers from Thanksgiving, oh, all the way. Oh yeah, perfect. All right, all right. So we got that covered. Um, what else are we put on the sandwich? Well, that depends on the uh, on Matt what he likes. I mean, obviously, you know, lettuce, onion, uh, tomato, optional. Tomato is definitely optional. Lettuce, onion, uh, that's a good start. Yes. Um, Tomato is always optional. Uh, kind of depends on, on the weather with that. How long it's been sitting in, the, sitting in the bag. That's why you have everything kind of off to the side. Uh, if, you're, you assemble, if you're going with a pack, the if you're medium. throwing it in your pack, there's no way you're putting a tomato on that sandwich. No, no, you're going to ruin that bread. You don't want to do that. Yep. No, you don't want to do that. That's not good. All right. Um, let's talk about sides. You know, are, are you, uh, what's your side game? What's your side hustle for a sandwich? What do you mean? I mean, there's no sides. You eat sandwiches. You're not doing anything on the side? No, no I mean, special treat. You got some meat snacks, usually a cookie, granola bar, something like that. All right. You know, I like to pack it light because I, you know, got to have room for hams, cans, you know. There might be a shot of whiskey on the side for the sandwich. Oh, uh, a shot of whiskey is good. What, what kind of whiskey? Uh, what's your whiskey, whiskey go to? <laughs> Uh, Sazerac Rye. Where is that from? I, I'm uh, not familiar. Baby, baby Saz, the young stuff. Okay. It's from down in that, you know, the bourbon or the whiskey bourbon making trail. region. Yeah. Yeah. Is it I think it's actually, Kentucky? I think Sazerac is, uh, I think it's Kentucky. All right. I think All it's right. Louisville. Right around there. Louisville. Is it the whole bottle or just a flask that you brought with? Uh, it, 
eight ounce flask and personal use, I, uh, I carry a three ounce. Okay. Side, right. side session, side session. Not well, a bad thing. Uh, here's, here's, here's another question I got to follow up with is, uh, the you know, feeds are just coming in like crazy guys. Like I, it's, we're having to jot some of these down on post-it. So yeah, we're going, we're, uh, you know, we're going, we're going with this. Let's talk about beer. You know, I, I've got a feeling that you've got some opinions on beer. Uh, maybe a couple. All right. <laughs> um, we can go ahead and say, you don't have to say hams. We all know that hams is the, you can, you know, that's the go-to answer. Yeah. It's the ultra premium beer on the planet. Right. What's your, it, it's from the land of sky blue waters. Let's be honest. What's, yeah. uh, what's number two? Well, that depends. I mean, uh, kind of my go-to if I'm looking for something with a little bit more body, uh, moon man from new Glarus. Ooh, well played, right? Yeah, yeah. that's. I'm having. That's what I'm drinking right now. All uh, right. Did you have to cross? Are you living in Soup Town or are you in Duluth? Uh, I actually just left Soup Town this morning and uh, am in Madison. I'm moving there. Are you moving so, to Madison? Yeah, I start work on Monday. Where are you going? Octopi Brewing Company. Okay. All up right. in Wanakee. Well, so I'm fishing, fishing oh, in, in the driftless tomorrow. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, you're going to be in a good spot down there. I'm coming to visit this spring. That's for sure. Just give me a shout, dude. <laughs> Matt can stay back in the cities. I'll come down. That'll be good. Uh, well, uh, all right. So that's your number two beer. Moon man. That's right. not bad. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Here's, here's really the make or break. Double surgeon. Or blood knot. Blood knot all the way. And I can tie them well. All right. All right. Uh, here, here's, your, here's another follow-up. Um, is it a bobber or is it a strike indicator? <laughs> it's a fucking bobber. That a boy. <laughs> yep. All right. Doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, that strike you, indicator thing. I've been laughing about that for decades. Knotted <laughs> uh, beets, meats. Knotted meats. Yes or no? What meat? Knotted, what? knotted meats. Yes or no? Uh no. I don't mind if they're in a in a in. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, what the hell is very, a knotted very, meat? Very a knotted. Yeah, I know, but yeah. <laughs> Love you, Landjager. Tell you that. Oh, is that where? There's usually uh, there's yeah, there's usually meat snacks in my bag always. Oh, you gotta have meat snacks. Yeah, dry cure meat is uh is is a necessity when fishing. Okay. Um, maybe a little piece of cheese too. You like some nice seven five to seven year old (laughs) cheddar. The aged cheddar is good. Uh, oh, even yeah. Sam's has got a nice, nice aged cheddar. It's super tasty. Um, yeah, so Matt's or Matt's or Vern's, uh, eight sharp cheddar. Maybe throw an apple in there. Maybe Ooh. a couple crackers. Oh, have wow. like a farmer's lunch. I do that as well. Are we doing a charcuterie tray as well on the river? Oh, no, no. We're not getting that fancy. No. All right. <laughs> I got a knife in my pocket. <laughs> That's all you need. What's his best joke? Yeah, here it is. What's your best joke? What do you got? Uh, that's you'd have to call my brother on that one. <laughs> oh, I'm not a funny guy. 
No, you're all funny a little bit. Little little funny. Um favorite rod. What's your favorite rod right now? Depends on the situation. I've always my go to is my nine foot five weight uh sage uh Z access. It's kind of my all arounder. I got a right. bunch of rods. That's good. Actually, like actually, my go-to probably the last year though has been my uh, twenty-five dollar Eagle Claw uh, feather oh, whatever light glass rod. Eagle eight, boy, eight eight foot five six weight. I've been fishing that a lot, just because I don't care if I break it in a car door or a, a lady friend does or something. Oh yeah, back rubs. Back rub. uh, uh, Yeah. Do you uh, do you do back rubs? Uh, definitely not. No back rubs. No, that's a hard pass. Yeah. Okay. Um, mark that down. <laughs> you got that. All right. Um, do you know Eric Tui? Uh, know the name. Don't. I do not know that. Does not. Know. Does not know Eric Tui. All right. Knows the name. Mark that down. Write that. You got that? <laughs> got it. All right. Foot rubs. Oh uh, yeah. How, how are we on foot rubs? Massages the corn. What about corns? The corns? Are you going to massage the corns? Oh. Matt oh. is kind of an old man. He's he needs he needs some upkeep. Uh, I have a pumice stone that he could use. Pumice stone. Okay. Well, that'll help out. That'll help out. So, uh, maybe a little more techie question, but uh, if you are freezing conditions <laughs> and your waders are frozen or waiting boots are frozen before you can actually tie them on, what is your next step? Uh, that doesn't really happen because I usually. Uh, get my boots wet before I leave in hot water and put them on and leave. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Hey, that's my, yeah. I'll We're, take it. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. We need the next step would be to, I don't know, probably piss on them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You're right. I, I feel like, uh, some people do that for, uh, jellyfish bites as well. Yeah. Uh, next we need your best carf impression. <laughs> Until your waiting boots. Oh, geez. I got a. <laughs> well, which which car are we talking about? Fake abs or your car? Real car. Oh, I, I've never actually met Justin before in person. So it'd be hard. Oh, well, he is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a given. <laughs> Who am I not? <laughs> you're, yeah, you're always hard. Um, you got any more? You, more you know, questions? Chuck Norris, you know, he's like walking around like Chuck Norris. Yeah, most of the time. Just yeah, just walking hard. down the street with a giant erection and there's no survivors. And just leg kicking everybody. <laughs> Okay, who does a better leg kick? Um, Do they Steven like, Seagal oh. or Chuck Ooh. Norris? Fair, fair, oh, fair Chuck enough. Norris all the, so you all the way. John Claude Van Damme in there. And John Claude Van Damme. Oh, Chuck Norris all the way. Which one of the two? Have Don't get me going on Chuck Norris, Norris jokes because I'll like, you know, um, The right. flow of the mullet though after the kick. Which one? 
What was that? The flow of the mullet after the kick. Which one? Oh, it was totally just the extension between his thighs. That will just blow your mind. There you go. Thigh stuff. Thigh stuff. That makes sense. Yes. We have uh, have a question. We do have another question. Um, Sasquatch. Oh. Do you protect Ebbs Force One or scream like a bitch and hide behind Matt? That, that, that's a fair question. Uh, I just, I just run screaming at Sasquatch. Oh, he's gonna run screaming straight at Sasquatch. Oh, he's gonna run screaming straight at Sasquatch. He's gonna scare that bitch. You gotta away. make yourself larger than life. Yeah. Yeah. Add water. And I'll probably be like ripping clothes off while I'm doing it. He's also gonna rip his clothes off as he's running at Sasquatch without <laughs> screaming. Yeah, Sims is gonna have one. Uh, what a twist! Hell of a Charles warranty is claim Sasquatch. after that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt says perfect. All right, Matt uh, likes that. Matt, Matt was a fan of that answer. Yeah. So, uh, have you ever wondered though, it, like Sasquatch is being kind of like a groovy dude? You know? No, he's a totally groovy dude. I think he's misunderstood. You he's know, just kind of blurry. Harry and the Hendersons was obviously like the first kind of breakthrough for him. Yeah. I, I mean, it was still good gotten washed out. You it was know? a good role for him. Yeah. I think he did a yeah. great job in that Absolutely. role. Absolutely. I just think he's a misunderstood uh, mammal. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's just kind of blurry. Right. Right. You know, it's not that he's running so fast that the, the photos aren't right. It's like Mitch Hedberg said, what if Sasquatch is just blurry? Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, Charlie, uh, appreciate the time. Appreciate the call. Uh, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna this is an honor. This is this is like the highlight of my fly fishing career. I mean, well, you know, forget a twenty well, on twenty inch brown trout. Like you can this do those is, every. Now that you move down to Madison, you can do those every day. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's all day. <laughs> what happens, but, uh, yeah, thanks for the call. We're, uh, we're going to take these, uh, we're going to, you know, give these, give these answers over to Matt. I think he's been listening the entire time and, you know, uh, we'll get a hold of you in the next week and let you know right. if, if you did in fact win the world's greatest prize of being Matt Ebers next fishing oh, park. Honored to do it one time. We will oh. oh, just one oh, time. We have another, we have one last Hold question. On. Oh, wait, oh, wait, one question, final, one question. Final, final question. Wilderness Bill asks, what kind of music does Sasquatch listen to? Ooh, oh, ballad. Yeah. Very yeah. What, good. What, kind of oh, music does what is Sasquatch's life soundtrack? What, yeah, what's, uh, what's well, in Sasquatch's think, you know, CD player right now? It depends yeah. at the mood, but there's two things I could see Sasquatch walking around listening to. Two, um, all right. Well, maybe three, you know, but we'll say just two. I really think uh, ELO would be one. ELO, okay. Um, and then probably maybe a little bit of Sturgill Simpson or like Cody Jinx thrown in there. I could, no, I could see Sasquatch being a Sturgill fan. <laughs> I could. I could see that. He's pretty chill, dude. You know, I mean, I think of a one song from Cody Jinx, though, I cast no stones, and he's got kind of this bad rap, and, you know. <laughs> And I just, uh, I think he's got something to say, you Sam know, and people, the Sam scratch does have something to say. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair. 
That's fair. Well, hey, again, thank you uh, for taking the time. Um, hey, thanks to you guys. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy Madison, dude. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll get. To well, hit me up if you guys are down here. After know, I get, after I get fired here from being Matt's fishing partner because uh, I've been on too many Karen Terrier romps. <laughs> uh, what are your is your sandwich game not up to par? Hey man, I make a hell of a sandwich. Matt I just says, choke on hot dogs. So. <laughs> that's, that's that's why I'm failing. Matt said, the "Dude is in the running." It, oh yeah, I guess you're in the running. So I feel mean, the rhythm, feel the flow. You're you're in the final crew. Uh, we'll uh, we'll let we'll get a hold of you in the next week or so, and uh, we'll let you know who's going to win this game. But uh, yeah, Charlie, congratulations on the new job, in Madison. Good talking. Hey, with thanks you. guys. Um, yeah, come down and visit. And give me a shout. Absolutely, man. Have a good evening. Appreciate it. All right, later. Cheers. Yeah.